Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations, and I need to cover a few days, uh, I didn't, uh, I don't do a show on Saturday and Sunday, and I have some good insight for those days, so I wanted to share that with you, so I guess let's jump in and get started. Okay. We don't have to do anything miraculous in order to live a miraculous life. All we need to do is just master the basics. That's it. Very simple stuff. A little mundane and and boring at times, but if we can get that down... We're golden. That's what professional ball teams do day in and day out, is practice the fundamentals. Okay. This is uh, in tribute to Bob Proctor. He passed away Friday, I believe, on the, the 4th or the... I think it was the fourth, but anyway, um, what was emailed was every person will leave a legacy. What kind of legacy will you be leaving? Not be leaving, but what kind of legacy will you be leaving? I didn't notice that before, be leaving. Well, It said R.I.P. Bob Proctor, 1934 to 2022. Um, You know, yet again, another mentor of mine that I've never met that has passed away. Uh, At least Bob Proctor was alive at the time when I was um, introduced to him. My previous mentor and still is, uh, Jim Rohn, he was dead for seven years before I was even introduced to him. And that's the benefit of technology, folks. You know, you can get uh, a great mentor um, by just, you know, searching Google or listening to videos on, on YouTube. According to, this was a great email from Bob Proctor Coaching, I believe, but it was from that affiliate. According to Earl Nightingale, the magic word is attitude. Bob Proctor agrees, and whenever he encountered a setback, He would harvest the good, take a lesson from the experience, and keep moving forward. And that sounds easy to do, uh, but it can be difficult in the heat of the moment. And that's why it's good to take a deep breath and just relax. You don't have to go bananas at 100 miles an hour. Harvest the good. 
take lessons from the experience and keep moving forward. Attitude is a double-edged sword. You either enjoy the success that you seek, or if it's poor, then a life of disappointment. And that's talking about your attitude. If you have a poor attitude, more than likely you're going to have a life of disappointment in the sense that you're not going to really have many high achievements. It's just, it's just the, the, the nature of the law, you know. And with a positive attitude, um, you know, you're going to excel. So attitude is not formally taught. You know, you don't take a class in attitude. So with that said, it means different things to different people. You know, attitude is the composite of your thoughts, feelings, and actions. That's the simplest version I would venture to guess that there is out there. And the thoughts you choose and the way you feel are displayed by your body through your actions and behavior. Pretty basic stuff. Your attitude originates in your choice of thoughts. You have a thought that comes into your head and you keep on... Um, going over it in your mind and you nurture it. And this thought can be uh, a negative thought, uh, impure thought. It could be um, a wholesome thought, um, a motivating thought. And that, um, that choice that you have that it's a mind and body that moves in harmony with your thoughts. That's essentially what you want. Your mind and body, body to move in harmony with your thoughts. And thinking is so, I guess, underrated. And we just tend to think past it. We tend to really look past what our thinking is doing. Uh, you know, we, we need to be careful what we feed our minds with because we could truly poison ourselves unconsciously. The, um, the conscious awareness of this vibration is referred to as feelings. Your feelings is what forms the actions and behaviors that produce the results in your life. You know, I probably six months ago would never even have considered that feelings. I wouldn't think emotions would come into play whatsoever. Uh, he goes back to say your attitude is the cause 
injury results are the effect. So just with a good attitude sometimes, you can get ahead. And that may be um, upsetting to a person with a lousy attitude because they may be more talented in your line of work and because of your attitude you may have been or get special treatment because of it you know so just think if you not only have a good attitude but you have a good work ethic and you have a good knowledge and wisdom of what uh, your industry teaches it would be lights out in a good way. So, Bob asks us, what makes success more likely? Failure less uh, detrimental, pleasure more frequent, and pain more bearable. So what makes success more likely? Failure less detrimental, pleasures more frequent, and pain less bearable. Excuse me, pain more bearable. Well, it's a positive attitude. You know, attitude is a, a reflection of a person. And again, you might catch a person on a day that you just met them with a lousy attitude. And that's the snippet that they're going to provide for you know, for the rest of your life unless they change it. You know, and you might have caught them on a bad day and they had a, you know, a, a bad attitude. Well, that's why it's so important to be conscious of what you're going through and who's around. We ultimately change our environment by changing our attitude. Things start to shaping up and get better when you decide to get better. You know, getting better is not an emotion. It's a decision. And failure is part of success and mistakes are part of life, according to Matthew Kelly. And the biggest perspective you can have is when you remove yourself from it. In other words, you don't know why this person's being the way they are. Because from your point of view, from your perspective, things should be this way. Well, remove yourself from the perspective and turn it from the eyes of an onlooker or the eyes of the adversary or whoever you're um, in conflict with. It's a great thing to do. If you are not too prideful. And evangelize with your actions. I've heard that a number of times, but I loved it coming out of this guy's mouth. Evangelize with your actions. 
That's what we all need to do. You know, I need to speak with my ears. I need to listen as a form of speaking. And listen to this. Prosperity derails more people than adversity. Pretty interesting, isn't it? You know, and that's, you know, I don't know how you can fact check that, but it's certainly right up there, um, if not overbearingly more, where prosperity ruins a person more so than adversity does. Um, The door may be open to you, but you have to enter it yourself. In order to get the results you want, your action is required. And there are millions of people starving in this world. And many of them are also hungry. And what I mean by that, it's more than food that these people are starving from. It's love, acceptance, appreciation, companionship, friendship, joy, and peace, just to name a few. And I heard a nice little, um, I don't know, story, I guess you could say. Uh, I went to tell it to my kid, and he stopped me in my tracks and recited the whole thing. So I'm sure most of you have heard this, but, you know, there's two bodies of water connected by the Jordan River, you know. One receives and provides water and is full of life. The other only takes water and doesn't give, doesn't give any. And it's dead. The Dead Sea just takes water in. It doesn't send any water out. It doesn't provide. Whereas the Sea of Galilee, uh, like many bodies of water, takes, receives, and provides, gives. Uh, and it's just a nice, nice analogy that You know, the same applies to our lives. It's good to receive, but essential to give. Giving provides life of various sorts, including the giver. And this is another good story I heard over the weekend. Um, There was a friend that went horseback riding with an experienced equestrian. And... He was a beginner, so he had a smaller horse, and he had a good time. And then when he got done, he wanted to ride the bigger horse like, like his equestrian friend was. The equestrian friend was a bit apprehensive because the horse was more, more assuredly um, dominant, you know, and you really had to be uh, in control. But he let him go, and, you know, he the horse took off, he tried to reel him in, and he was doing okay, and the horse was running right toward a stone wall. And 
The friend, you know, screamed out to his equestrian friend, Hey, we're going to hit the stone wall. And his equestrian friend yelled to him and said, Listen, look away. Turn away. The horse will go in the direction you're facing. And don't be so tense. And that's what we need to do. We need to turn away from danger and not dwell on it. You know, do you want less anxiety in life? Look toward freedom. That freedom for me is the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure it is for most of you. But for those that are agnostic or non-believers, there's, there's hope as well because we're all in the same boat. We're not adversaries to each other. So the universe uh, is also calling you too. Incidentally, the, I believe the universe is, is created by God, but we don't want to get into like a, you know, a debate. But the point being is Christian, non-Christian, believer, non-believer, we're all on the same team and we have to believe that. And dare I say, our biggest problems are generally with our own families. You know, the ones that we're closest to sometimes are the ones we give the hardest time to. So in order to achieve ultra success, you must cross the terror barrier. And that terror barrier is a term that Bob Proctor used. You know, you either step forward in growth or backward into safety. You know, so... The um, Darren Hardy today, this is better than goals. You know, here's a little something to keep in mind as you lean into your goals for 2022. You know, goal achieved and the life force gets sucked right out of you. In other words, you achieve the goal and it's just like, okay... Now what? You know, and sometimes it can do that. You know, you, you've lost the 25 pounds that you wanted to, and you slowly gain 30 pounds back, you know, and it, it's generally the case. You don't change your lifestyle. You only do it for a few months or so or a few weeks. The fire goes out when you reach your goals sometimes. So be growth-focused, not goal-focused. doesn't mean to have, not have goals, but be focused on the growth. Joy will always be part of growth. And Darren made a great point there. It's true. And the more you focus on growth, the more you exceed your goals, which is great. And your calm mind is your ultimate weapon against your challenges. 
And that, again, is very hard to do, but very attainable. And reclaim what has been lost in your life. What have you lost in life? What have you lost the, the, the passion for, the desire for, or the, the audacity for? Whatever it is, you need to reclaim it, according to Matthew Kelly. And success is no accident. It is hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love of what you are doing or learning to do. And that is so true. And finally, believe in yourself. You're braver than you think, more talented than you know, and capable of more than you imagine. And that's it in a nutshell, folks. Um, Rewind this program, listen to it again. There's some good chunks in there for you to uh, resonate with. In the meantime, be well, stay well. I look forward to chatting with you tomorrow, Lord willing. Bye-bye now.